Hello! Welcome to uh, episode number 28 of We Don't Bang, and this is an episode we've been really excited to record for a long time now, as our special guest is none other than my father, Gary Smith, a.k.a. OG Smitty. He's an old-time New Yorker, man, and his stories are absolutely ridiculous. So this episode really is just a bunch of crazy stories, not only from my dad. Megan told a story that blew my mind. My mom actually chimed in on the microphone and told me some shit that I was like, what, mom? You did what? What? Like, really ridiculous stuff is about to take place in this episode. I cannot wait for you to hear it. So let's jump into it right now. Uh, Episode number 28 of We Don't Bang featuring not only my dad, but my mom as well begins now. Check, check, check. Very good. Fresca is really like the beverage oh. of all beverages. Oh, my God. You got to get it on that <laughs> microphone, Dad. What's that, right here? Yeah, there it is. Right there. Am I all in? You're all in. You're all in. All right. Welcome. Well, hello, Bri. How are you? Hello, hello Dad. Hugs. Hello, Hugs. <laughs> oh, you're going to call my dad Hugs I as well? I dad's Hugs, too. <laughs> OG Hugs. OG Hugs. OG Hugs. Wait, why OG? Well, because, all right, so when I was on the radio, I was Smitty. Yeah. And my dad's always been Smitty. I kind of, it's like a long line of Smitties. And so when he used to be on our radio show, he would do all of our football picks. He was like a degenerate gambler character, which is not too far from the truth. Okay. And when when he would come and do his football picks, he was OG Smitty, which is original gangster Smitty. Original gangster Smitty. He would do all of our football. OG Smitt. I was on every Friday. Yeah. And then win or lose, I was on on Monday. Yeah. And a couple of times I had to take the trip to uh, the Bahamas because <laughs> the bookie was after me. Yeah, that's pretty much that how it went so down. funny. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. So and we would play the New York, New York theme every time he'd come on. It was great. You were a radio star. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and the funny thing is, is that people in that town were actually taking my picks and betting money on them. I've had so many people, me and him go to bars and they go, oh, gee, Smitty, we missed your football pick. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the truth. That's, That's my, amazing. And my dad was a used car salesman, so he would actually get business for being on the radio. Well, yeah. Well, well hold it. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's so good. That's 100% correct. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever actually have business cards that said OG on them? No, never did. Oh, okay. That never did that. That would have no. been a Wait, move. Wait, I have to address something. Okay. So on your way here... I, I'm on speakerphone with you and your parents, and uh, Huggies is like, we're going to come. I'm here with my mom and my dad. We're all coming over. I don't know. My mom will go and walk around or something or like, you know, and I'm like, how? Why are you trying to kick your mom out? I wasn't trying to kick her out. <laughs> and you now just it's like, it, I feel so bad. Like your mom, I mean, you're. I'm so happy that you stayed and you're here and a part of it, but I also wish she, like she was like sitting with us because now she, it's just like, why? Well, do you want to say hi on the microphone, mom? Okay, here she comes. <laughs> Just come say hi. <laughs> All right, come here. Come here. Dad, hand mom the mic. There you go, Don. Introduce yourself. <laughs> you- okay, I'm Smitty. What do you call yourself? Just Smitty? Your mom. You're I'm not Smitty. You're mom. not Smitty. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm OG's husband. OG's husband. Yeah. And how long have you guys been married for? 40 years. 40 years. 40 years. Going in on 41. Yes, correct. November. And what's the key to 40 years of happy marriage? I really don't know. <laughs> I do. I know what the key is. This is no question of the key. Okay. I definitely Vodka fresca. Vodka fresca always. <laughs> always. Plus, you got to have a man cave. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that... Key. 
I'm upstairs, and she's got the rest of the house. <laughs> and it works. She watches cooking shows. I watch the Yankees. Perfect. <laughs> it's a marriage made in that heaven. That is perfect. Look at and that. Actually, so you guys got married in 1977. That's correct. And if I'm not mistaken, a fist fight broke out at your wedding. Amazing thing. <laughs> it was an amazing thing. We're at Donna's father's country club, Southwood Ho, okay? Now, as soon as you walk into this thing, there's champagne fountain. The booze was nonstop. We had a 17-piece orchestra there. All of us were wearing top hats and canes. That's amazing. And we drove up to the country club in a 1942 white Rolls Royce. That's amazing. That's amazing. You guys went all out. So. <laughs> okay. What happened? Wait, was yeah. this in Long Island? Long Island. Okay. Long Island. Long so then Island. what happens Long is Island. everybody's drinking. We got 250 people there, right? And it gets near the end of the wedding. And uh, one of my buddies, okay, wanted to take the centerpiece off. And one of Donna's aunts or something said, you just put that thing down. Well. Centerpiece off. A of center, what? Flower. The flower. Oh, the wanted, centerpiece of the table. Yes. Wife yeah. Take it home. And the she, flower. And she the started flower. bothering him. And uh, before you know it. Brawl starts, okay? I mean, I mean everybody's fist fighting. It's, it's oh, my. Like, <laughs> in top hats and canes and shit. <laughs> well, they, they were gone. They were thrown away. The cane would probably hit somebody over the head with the cane. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing was seven cop cars come blasting through Southwood Ho Country Club. <laughs> and, <sighs> and that's how the wedding ends. So. Yes. What happens next is, okay. <laughs> Donna's mother and father proceed to say, come on, York, we're going back to the house. So my father turns to me and he goes, you know, I really don't feel like doing this, but I'm going to come for you. I go, yeah, come on down. So we get back to the house, okay? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> we get back to the house. And my father turns to me and he goes, I can't stand it here. I got to get the hell out of here. I go, you're going to be all right. I said, yeah, I'm always all right, Dad. Don't ever worry about me. Boom. As soon as my parents walk out the door, I'm in the living room, and the whole family circles me. They circle me, and they start blasting me, all right? They're going off on me. Like roasting you? No. Like motherfucking like mad me. At you. Like motherfucking me, you piece of shit. Oh. What kind of fucking assholes did you invite to this wedding? Oh. Well, I turn around, and I go, let me just tell you all something right now. You can all take a flying fuck to the moon because I'm fucking out of here. I go right into the bedroom, call my father up. I go, come pick me up. There are a bunch of assholes. Took my, we were on our way to Acapulco. This is his wedding. This, this, is, my yeah, wedding. this is your wedding night. Wedding night. This is my wedding, wedding night. night. Yeah. I take, grab my luggage, walk out the front door. My, <laughs> my father and my cousin Tom, who we just spent some yep. time with, right? They're, they're picking me up. Donna opens the door and goes, you can't leave me with these lunatics. I, we got to get out of here. How did the lunatics make it to the wedding? And you're what? I ran out you ran out. That's Ran out. She ran out. My, my father and my cousin, we're in Long Island. They proceed to take us to Manhattan to the Essex house. Essex house. And uh, we stayed there overnight. The next day, we took a plane to Acapulco. <laughs> And we were supposed to be there for seven days. 
We stayed there for 17 days. Nobody ever thought we were coming back. That's amazing. I came back with $5 in our pocket. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. And they didn't think, I, this is the story, I believe. They didn't think your marriage would last a year. And here we are, 41 years later, happily married. That's 100% right. Wow. Oh, where did you guys meet? Hold, hold on, Mom. Come here. We can't hear you unless you're on a microphone. Oh, Just this come is, join. Oh, come we're going to bring Mom back in here. Bring him, Mom. <laughs> mom, talk into the microphone. At the Salty Dog in Huntington, it was a disco. <laughs> it was a disco era. This is so and good. This is so and good. He comes up to me. Into the mic, Mom. He comes up to me and he's like, <laughs> would you like to dance? And I go, are you wearing Aramis? That's what he tells me, but I don't really think I ever said that. Aramis is like a 70s cologne, I guess. Yeah, it was a 70s cologne. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, he, well, actually, he came to the salty dog after he dropped off his girlfriend that he was dating at the time. Uh oh. Picks me up. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Picks me up. And then he comes back a couple days later and brings his friends. You got to meet this girl I met. And I'm hanging out with a bunch of doctors. And he goes, I don't care who she's hanging out with. You're not going to believe this, she's okay? She's going home with me. I, I walk in. I got five of my stone cold buddies, all right? All of them that yeah. were at the wedding, all right? They all come in. Don is standing at the bar. I'm telling you. There's five guys all around her. And the boys turn around to me and go, oh, that's who you're with? Yeah, I go, and I turn around to them. I go, there's only one person she's going home with tonight, boys. And you're looking at it. I proceed to walk right down to the bar. I go, come on, Donna. Let's go. Let's go dance. And that was it, man. Broke those. Wait, so then, you, so then you broke up with the girlfriend that you were seeing, obviously. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> was she just like a side piece or an actual girlfriend? No, actual girlfriend. How long were you yeah. dating? Oh, about a year. About a year. And you dropped her so quick. Oh, dropped her like a little balloon. No, it, <laughs> but it, it gets better. We were dating a year then, okay? And I decided, enough is enough. This is a guy for me. I want to get married. Uh, and all his friends were like confirmed bachelors. And they were all dating really nice women. Yeah. But so I said, one night I go, look, no feelings hurt. But you got five minutes. Either we, you decide to marry me or not. And she proposed say, to me. And if you say, <laughs> and if you say no, she proposed to me. I go, what the hell is this shit? What are you proposing? He goes, and I said, if you say no, no hard feelings. We'll always be friends. He goes, give me five minutes. Let me walk out of the car. He comes back. He goes, okay, you got a deal. <laughs> that is amazing. She hit me with this side of the That was like Mohammed hit you with a left hook, man. She fucking forced She's me. She's like, you have five minutes. Then the funniest five, thing is, that's it. Just five minutes, that's it. I have five minutes of walking the beach for five minutes. Okay, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Then as soon as I got engaged, all five of them went down in rows, my buddies. And got all, everyone and got married before us. That is so funny. True story. True. That's an wow. am- I love that, that story. That is romance right there. That is. That's true stuff. I love that story. <sighs> That's fantastic. So then when did you actually do a proposal? Like after, like a real proposal? Or no, then it was like you were engaged. Did that, you? Do, how, that was about as real as it got right So that's there. it. it did, did you buy did, rings? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, so rings. you went and bought rings. And oh, yeah. You, yeah. As a matter of fact, we had the jeweler come to her house. And, yeah. You know, he laid everything out and boom. I feel it. like that's such a New York. Yeah, I see your jeweler being some like Italian. Hey, Smitty, oh, we got yeah. a fuck. That's got exactly a couple what of it rings was. here. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I see that too. It was man. We got the best. <laughs> this 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 ring's normally twelve thousand dollars. I'll give it to you for seven G's. Tony Mazzarats. <laughs> when did you When did you guys move from Long Long Island? When, when did, did you move? move down to Florida from Long Island? We left in uh, 1987. So why Florida? Her parents were living down here, and they had a 
beautiful condo on uh, Singer Island. Okay. Okay. And uh, every every year we come down for Christmas. You know, we spend Christmas Eve with my folks, and on Christmas Day we're on an airplane, and we go down to Florida, and we look at each other and go, "What the hell are we going back to New York for? It's gorgeous yeah. here." Plus, my company that I was working for got sold out. Okay, so within the next two weeks, they fired the whole sale force in two weeks. Fired. Out. So I was without a job, and the two of us went, Let's "What the go. hell?" And that was it, man. Yeah, right to Florida. That's amazing. Yeah. So I I had a um a boyfriend that was from Buffalo. And so when I went to like go visit his family or meet his family like in New York and Buffalo, I remember thinking, I think the family hated this because I would just like outrightly just be like, you know, you don't have to live here. <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, you were can... you were you there in the winter time? <laughs> yeah, like or yeah, I mean, yeah, in the winter. It's n- a nightmare. There's nothing I mean, there's nothing to do. It's just so freaking cold. This small like town People are going to hate this because there's also, I feel like the people from Buffalo are like. But they're sweethearts, right? The Buffalo people. Oh, totally. It's not about the people. It's just like, why are you choosing to live in this environment? Like, that's like, this is this is awful. Like, leave. I think that happens, though, with a lot of the smaller town people. They're born, raised, and they just kind of. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get up and leave sometimes. Yeah. Like me moving to L.A., like that fucking. It was a big move, Took man. some cojones. Yeah. You, yeah. Made, you made a couple of moves in your day. I've made yeah. some moves. It's good. Yeah, very really good. good. So like how it. how have you enjoyed Los Angeles? So so my parents have been visiting me. That's why my dad's on the podcast. Obviously, he's here. Yes. This is his first time in Los Angeles since the 80s. That oh, is wow. correct. Have you enjoyed your time? I couldn't have been any better uh, besides just seeing Brian and hugs. <coughs> I have my cousin who lives in Santa Cruz, and he came up. And um, When was the last time you saw him? I haven't seen Cousin Tom in 10 years. What did yeah. you guys do? Did you just hang out at Brian's, or did you all go out? Or? Oh, oh. Every are you? I'm the best uh, tour oh guide on the planet. I bet. I bet. I, <laughs> I bet. have to say yes. Yeah, I would. Say, I was thinking about that. You're Don? probably very good, but like, if I was vacationing with you, I would be like, I need a fucking minute. It like, would be I a lot. A, it yeah, would be a lot. Yeah. But my mom's a lot. See, I get it from my mom. When my mom's coming to, vi- she wants to go, go, go. Yeah. She's very organized. Yeah. Let's do this. And me, I got a bad knee, so I just kick back. That's yeah. All. But uh, for her birthday, we actually saw. Wait, when was your birthday? On Happy Saturday. Birthday. Yeah. Yes, and we saw The Grateful Dead with John Mayer. Amazing. Uh, How was it? It was the most amazing thing you could ever see. It put me right back to 1969. As soon as the show opens up, there's a cloud of smoke in Ohio silver. The whole place is just filled with pot. Where, pot. Did you smoke pot that night? I, uh, we did a... A gummy? We, yeah. No, no. You ate a gummy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are, what are they called? The we had the, vape, we, we oh, had the vape pen. The vape pen. Yeah. You took a gummy before oh, the edibles, comedy. Edibles. edibles. Yeah. 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 Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so it was so just, yeah, it was 1969 all over again, just watching. And the you were with Cousin Tom. Did you used to go to shows with him back in the day? Well, Cousin Tom, okay. Um, I got to tell you how cool Cousin Tom is. My last single vacation in 1977 was with Cousin Tom, okay? <laughs> I flew to California. He's living with his mom and dad, Uncle Bill and Auntie Babs, and we go. We go down there, and <laughs> it's hysterical. Me and him proceed to do the whole state of California. We go up all the way up north, boom, and then we come all the way down to San Diego, and then, of course, we make our move into Tijuana, Mexico. I got to tell you a funny story yeah, about let's, Tijuana. Let's go. Funny story about Tijuana. So you drove into Mexico. Exactly. Yeah, with his Volkswagen uh, car. 
I've always wanted to do that. How was the going in the, how was it? The oh, drive-thru customs? Or? Everything was fine. We yeah. had no problems This is all. the 70s, though. It wouldn't be so easy nowadays. Yeah. No, it was the 70s. But the funniest thing happened to me and cousin. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we proceed to, we're walking the streets and we're pulling up to a taco stand. All of a sudden, we get circled by like five or six Mexicans. And cousin's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I go, I got this handle, cousin. I go, Wait, were they, I, these were like, they were looking to like rob you. It seemed that way, that's for sure. Yeah. They were looking to kick our ass. A couple of blonde boys out of California. Yeah. yeah. Let's do them in. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to handle this. Okay, we go up to the taco stand. We get a taco. I turn around to the guy and I go, the hottest sauce that you got right now in this taco. Let me have it. These guys saw me put this and I'm lacing this motherfucker with fucking sauce. Like, you can't even fucking believe. And I take this taco and I put it down. I do another one and do the same thing. You never in your life seen six Mexicans leave so quick. They said, this guy's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Needless to say, okay, I run to the bar with my cousin, put down six Heinekens immediately. I'm, I'm You're on fire. Fl- there's flame coming out. <laughs> We stay in this dump hotel, okay? I wake up the next morning, and they got a pitcher of water. I drink the pitcher of water. You don't drink water in Mexico? No. I got Montezuma's. I'm shitting <laughs> for the next three weeks. You were shitting for three weeks? Three weeks oh. of shit. Wait, so was the hot sauce plan, was that, like, did you know that, that would, you were going to show them that you're, like, tough stuff? That was Just, the plan? That was it right there. That's the first thing that came to my head. How do I get That's rid of six crazy. I said, I got to fucking burn myself out. And that's what I did. Wow. That's so smart. And I would is, never think to do that. Uh, yeah, that's a wild move. That's a wild move. That's an OG move. It's a street move. It's a it's street move. It's a street move. Are you, did you get into fights when you were like. I was never a fighter. I go, always yeah. bang my way out of things. But we've had a couple of tussles in our day. Yeah. I got a couple. I'm, you I'm had a couple up. buddies in your group that would be the fighters. Isn't well, that true? Yeah, they saved my lives a few times. Yeah, you got Bernardi, you got Gittleson, <laughs> and these guys just love to kick ass. We went. <laughs> we went to a bar one night, okay? Bernardi, Are you guys still buddies? Yeah, yeah. well, Bernardi died. He okay. He died of cancer, okay? And Gittleson is uh, a freak of nature. He's is that weird, though, guy. like living and starting to see your buddies fucking uh, die? What's that like? Oh, that's bad. It's is it so good. hard? Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. I know. I it's always I'm think I feel that for my parents when they're, not yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so but, weird. What a weird situation to be in. Sorry, we just took a dark. No, no, turn. that's okay though. This is yeah. real stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah. it. And uh, but wait, you no, no, no. We were no. talking about Gittleson. We were talking Gittleson. about these guys like to kick ass. Now Gittleson is still alive, yeah. and he like runs marathons. And is here's the funniest story with Bernard. Bernardi was really the stone cold Italian bruiser. Okay, all he wanted to do bruiser. was go into a bar and fight. That's all he wanted to do. So one night we were in a bar, okay, we're all standing around, we're doing shots, having a good time, and this little, little shit guy, the guy's Bernardi's 6'3", built like a brick shit house, and this little guy was about 5'7", okay, <laughs> nothing, zero, yeah. and all of a sudden Bernardi must have said something to him, and the guy turns to him and goes, let's go outside. The guy, the little the shit, little- turns to Bernardi and goes, let's <laughs> go outside, Bernardi goes, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, let's go outside. This motherfucker was a green beret. He was a green fucking beret. What does that mean? A green beret. That's like an, a, a seal. Uh, that's the like, highest. Like sport. a Navy SEAL badass. Like ba- Oh. Like, like Chuck Norris. You know, these yeah. guys that just destroy people. Okay. Okay. Within three seconds, he's got Bernardi on the ground. 
He's got his eyes, his fingers in his eyes. He's got the other ones up his nose. Bernardi's <laughs> on the ground going, take my wallet, take anything, just let me go. Oh, my God. Inside, we all had shots of whiskey, and that's, what, you know, that, that's the old days. That's, that's what like you did. Man. You go outside, you duke it out, and then boom, you, try, you have shots. Together. Don't you feel like I, wa- I like want to be in that time? The 70s were pretty wild. Like I've always wanted to be in like a bar brawl. <laughs> and oh, I've like, been in one. Yeah, but, wait, you have? I've been in a bar brawl. You have? Yes, when I moved to <laughs> Delaware, this is 10 did years you, ago. Have you been hit? I got knocked the fuck out. You did? Yes. All right. This is this is in Delaware. This is my first morning radio job. I'm about 23 or 24 years I old. I am going to make another vodka refresco. Okay. Dad's <laughs> making a cocktail. Great. I'll tell Megan the story. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Delaware. I just moved. This is my first morning radio gig. Mm-hmm. And so it was in Delaware. It was a town called Bethany Beach. Like a small, small town. Pretty small. To everything's small in Delaware. Yeah. It's literally... Well, no. It's the second smallest state next to uh, Rhode Island. But... Yeah. I get there, and um, the first night I'm there, it's karaoke night. I love karaoke. Of course. I love karaoke. And they're all singing these fucking hillbilly country songs. Or did you go by yourself? I did go by myself, and I met up with my friend Jeremy Loper. We co-hosted the show so together. So you guys were meeting at the bar to sing karaoke. We were meeting at the bar. That, hey, welcome to Delaware. This is the yeah. next step in your career, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I, um, I get there. And so they're all doing these like hillbilly songs. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to do TLC Waterfalls. Yeah. I love I've, when you do that. Yeah, song. thank you. I'm glad yeah. you like it. Yeah. Uh, apparently not everyone did, though. So I go and uh, I'm up next and I'm very excited. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be funny. I'm wearing a pink shirt and I start to sing Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls by TLC. Yeah. Well, there's some guy in the audience that's kind of wasted and he's just staring at me, right? And he's giving me a weird look. He's got a ponytail. Kind of pretty uh, country, bumpkin-looking dude, right? I'm singing this song. I'm about halfway through. And as I'm going into the, I believe, the third verse, he comes up to me. While I'm singing karaoke, he goes, you fucking faggot. (gasps) And punches me right in the face. What? Knocks me out. Loper goes, fuck you. And then the whole place just exploded. People were throwing beer bottles. People were, yes. That's crazy. This is my first night in Delaware. Yes, my first night in Delaware. Where did he punch you in the face? He punched me in the skull, in the side of the skull. I had a big, I have no idea. Because he, he, I had never met the guy before. So it's like, um, what's that movie with Patrick Swayze? Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Fucking Roadhouse. That's crazy. So literally, like out of a movie bar brawl. This is my first night. What did you do? I was like, holy shit. I I got knocked out and then (laughs) Lopers. Did you try to fight back? Kind of. I, I was on the ground and then everyone just started punching everyone. And we're the new radio team in town. This is not a good look. That's a very good story though for the first day on air. Yeah, so, so we're, we're, we're fucking, everyone's kicking ass and shit, right? Eventually, the cops come. This guy's out of his mind. He had to be a meth or something, because while they're taking him, he's like, he kept calling me a faggot, I guess, because of the pink shirt. <laughs> well, and the behavioral thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I'm doing TLC. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm singing while yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone else is singing fucking Hank Williams and shit, right? <laughs> and so he's like, he's yelling faggot while the cops, they, 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 they handcuffed him and everything, right? So, like, it's the bar settling down. It was a crazy, like, seven minutes. I end up going back on the mic. They had paused the song while the fight. They continued Waterfalls. 
I finished my performance and I got a standing ovation from the crowd at the bar. That's is that when a you very won? good story. Is that when you won and went to, uh, they flew you to L.A.? Oh, to the Grammys. That was, no, no, that was like um, about six months later. They had a thing called Ocean City Idol. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so my, my roommate, we had just gotten fired from that radio gig I was talking right. about. We lasted like a year. And I'm like, oh, shit. And so uh, I ended up starting singing around bars there. I so my roommate that. knew I could sing. He's like, hey, Brian, I just heard that they're doing Ocean City Idol. You should go. And so I go. And if you win, you win a trip, round trip uh, to Los Angeles to go to the Grammys. And so I get there, and everyone's taking it real seriously. There's like 45 of us. And I'm just, I'm just like doing shots of whiskey, getting real loose. Everyone else is like, la, 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 yeah, la, everyone's la, like la, professional Really, really singers. into it. I am yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to like 45. I do, um, I think Casey Jones by the Grateful Dead. I make it into the round of 10. And then I make it, then you do another round. And they have judges, just like an American Idol. And then I made it into the round of three. It's me and these two other people who are fantastic singers. But because I was so loose with the whiskey, I was yeah. really kind of schmoozing the crowd. Yeah. The crowd liked me. And so I think <laughs> I know they did. I so, know they did. I've seen you do that. Yeah. 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 And so. This country dude, who he had a group of like 45 people there, right? And they were like, they were chanting his name. Like at the end, they're like, all right, final three. And the winner is, and everyone's chanting his name. He killed it. The winner is Brian Smith. No way. I get booed. <laughs> I got booed because <laughs> all, the, all, the all the friends wanted the country guy to win. And I ended up winning a trip to go to the Grammys. That was my first time ever going to Los Angeles. That's amazing. Who'd you go with? You took your roommate? I took my roommate. What, what's he, his name? His name is Jeremy Price. Oh, was guy. anyone there the supporting friends. you in the audience? I had four people supporting me. <laughs> I had four people supporting, but now a lot of the audience liked me. But yeah. the, the, this one country dude had so many friends. Did you ever take professional like voice lessons? Like <sighs> I was in chorus, so I never took so, professional. Yeah. voice. Uh, I've taken a couple lessons. Yeah, but I took piano lessons. Right, I took clarinet You're lessons. Just na- you just yeah. naturally have the vocal talent. I just have. A Do thing. you guys I sing? Did, we always had. I, I was a singer when I was younger. Yeah. Okay, and I did. You know, <laughs> Mom's <eight>. laughing. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Mom's laughing. <laughs> I was just singing when I was younger. Well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Mom, come here. Come here, Mom. Mom, what do you think of Dad's singing voice? Oh, awesome. Pennies from Heaven. Is that what you're talking about? When no, you I'm talking about HMS Pinafore and Hansel and Gretel. I was in all the plays. I had the leads. Cut the shit. <laughs> Wait, you were in the plays? You were the leads of the play? I was play? the lead, man. What are you kidding me? I sang all this shit. This is when I was a little shit. I was 12 years old. I get out there and sing. But hold it. Going back to your old story, I got I to... Gotta, Reminded me of a story, okay? Where you getting cracked in the head. Me and your mother, Donna, we, we got to bring you in for this one. Me, me and Donna and a buddy of mine, okay, who was in my wedding party, we go to see Elton John at Madison Square Garden with Kiki D, all right? So we're in there and we're flying and, you know, everybody's fucked up and yeah. ready for Elton, all right? Yeah. So. What year is this? This. Uh, let's see here. We weren't married yet. 1976. Elton John, Madison Square Garden, Kiki Day. Okay, so we're all there. We're, everybody's getting high, having a good time. Let me tell you something, all right? They come out. He breaks into his first song. The guy sitting in front of me freaks out. He grabs me by my shirt and gives me five shots in the face opens me up, they take me out of Madison Square Garden in an ambulance with your mother, 
You did didn't this. provoke this guy in Wait, any why way? Why did this guy went nuts? He, he had to be having a bad trip. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Turned around, grabbed me by the shirt. He hit me five times. I never raised my hands. He hit me five times and had a ring on and opened me up. Yeah, but I jumped in between you and him and said, you do it one more time, you got to hit me. Ooh, oh, she is a hot oh, ass. She's a bad, oh, she's a bad, hot bad ass. Bad. You're a bad bitch, mom. Wait, yeah, you're, you're a bad. You're a bad bitch, mom. Wait, so what? What did they? What did they do? Did they? Did they stop when you? They stopped. We, they couldn't find him. We went by ambulance to the emergency room in Manhattan. And then he's like, I'm not waiting any longer. So he goes back with a bloody shirt. I had a white cowboy shirt on. And we go. You had a cowboy shirt? I had a white cowboy shirt on. We go back to the concert and watch the rest of the concert with him in a bloody shirt. And then when we were done, we went to the emergency room by his house. Sayasa Hospital. (laughs) Stitched him up. Wow. That's crazy. Was this the same concert you took your first quaalude? Oh, no, that was Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sonny and Cher. That was the funniest night ever. Donna goes, Donna goes, what do you got there? And I go, yeah, we got 714 Quaaludes, man. This is the greatest What's a 714 stuff. Quaalude? Yeah, what is it? 714, uh, 714 Quaalude is a lot like uh, these edibles, okay? <laughs> I've never done any of the real strong ones, but... These were the real strong ones, okay? I so, think it's like what Xanax is now, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. I don't know. It is pure kickback. I mean, let me tell you. You give a girl a quaalude. <laughs> let's not get Bill Cosby here, Dad. No, 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 let's no, 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 no. Let's not get Bill Cosby. Get Bill Cosby. No, 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 no. But let me tell you, it, it was all on then. It was all over. Wow. So everyone over. was just. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, boy. 70s. 70s fun. Oh, shit. My dad's going to get me too. Oh, God. We were married at the time. It was Westbury Music Fair. Once I took half a quaalude, I saw was three sunnies and three shares. So I had to watch the whole concert covering one eye so I could just see one of each. <laughs> wow, that's so good. That is so good. Do we have good. any other good drug stories? And on that California trip, wasn't there a cocaine story? <laughs> oh God. Okay, so me and cu- me and cousin are on our way to San Francisco. We just leave uh, his buddy's house in uh, Lake Tahoe. He just built a. F- a million dollar house back then and it was on the side of the mountain and it was great so we're leaving and that night we stay in this real rat hotel right it's chilly it's chilly outside so we call the front desk and uh <laughs> we call the front desk and the guy goes i go i turn to the guy and i go listen man it's cold in here can we get the heat up he goes fuck you you're not getting no fucking heat i go good that's what i wanted to hear from you I proceeded to go into the bathroom and put the shower on, steaming hot, okay? The whole room that we're in, which is a little shit room, (laughs) turns into a fucking steam bath. Little did I forget that we had four grams of cocaine on the worst case scenario. The next day, the fuck. It's caked up like fucking yeah. talcum powder. I'm going, what the um, fuck? Oh, cousin, he looked at me and went, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, so were man. you able to salvage the cocaine? Uh, yeah, we, we got the knife out and we saw it chopping. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, man. Chopping. I bet you were chopping away there. Chopping that away. That, wow, these that are, is the worst case scenario. Oh, these are great stories. These are great stories. You need your own podcast done. Well, you know. <laughs> Wait, how was John Mayer? I, is that weird that I feel like that's a weird match? Mom, John my Mayer? mom thought it was a weird match, too. Donna yeah, so I too. feel like that's a weird opener for that. Was, no, it wasn't an opener. There was no opener. He's oh. in the Grateful. He's it's in the called band. Dead and Company. 
He's in the band. He's do- playing Jared Garcia. Yeah. Really? Playing guitar. Mom, we can't hear you unless you have a microphone. <laughs> I didn't. I'm so. I'm kind of confused. I guess. I was very confused too. Okay. All right. So first, Brian goes. It's your birthday. Oh, by the way, did I tell you I got Grateful Dead tickets? I go. They still play. <laughs> I mean, I was surprised, and I go. Yeah. I don't even know a Grateful Dead song. So he starts doing research. I don't either. I know Casey Jones. That's the yeah. only one I really know. All right. And so we go. All right. He goes. Be positive. Some of the best experiences of life. What you least expect. Very Brian. <laughs> very on brand. That's very on brand. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Just go with the flow. Yeah. And he goes. Plus, you get to see Dodger Stadium. All right. All right. Cousin Tom's on board, so he comes too. And I said, but John Mayer and Grateful Dead, how does that work? Yeah. John Mayer was freaking amazing. They were amazing. And there were so many young people there. There was a I lot of young people. I believe you would think everybody would be like yeah. our age. No, except for the nice little lady in front of us who gave us Chinese fans from Chinatown. That's what adorable. Was what was her name? <laughs> oh, it was really unusual. I can't remember. Sugar Magnolia. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar Magnolia. And let me tell you, Sugar <laughs> Magnolia. Sure, we got there early, and it was hot. It was hot. the heat wave in L.A. right hot, now. Hot, hot, hot. And Sugar Magnolia tells us uh, that uh, here, I got. She had all these Chinese little fans, yeah. and passed them out to us. Yes, that was it. The Deadheads are very sweet. She's yeah, really. very sweet. So Sugar Magnolia a- happens to be the name of a Grateful Dead song. She got the nickname. Oh, there and we go. She was an original Deadhead. You know, she went right yeah. back to 1967 with them. And they played Sugar Magnolia. They played the song. Lost her mind. And, oh, oh! She immediately came back and got, grabbed the pen out of uh, out of Brian's hand, and boom! Oh, that's so fun! It was, it was really fun. It was hysterical. So it then, was John hysterical. Mayer is replacing somebody in the band who isn't Gar- around anymore. Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia that's what's died. happening. Who, that, okay. Those are not easy shoes to fill. He no. was. But then everyone else are still original members. There's three of them. So, so the Bob drummers, Weir's still in it. Was it both Mick, the drummers? Are still H- yeah, yeah, the drummers are yeah. still there. And then, you know, they just have a and bitch And a bunch of band. other guys died in the band, too. You know, Pigpen and those guys. They, they left at an early age. Uh, it was a rough time with the, yeah. uh, with the drugs. And they just yeah. couldn't handle it. That's, I mean, we talk about that stuff a lot. Like, I mean, that's still happening. I feel like any artist. We don't I have think it's less now than it was. But maybe not. Fuck Prince and Michael yeah. Jackson. And you, you, you got all that prescription shit, right. man. Now it's, it's easier. It's chewing people up. Yeah. 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 Wow. wow. You want to hear a real funny fucking drug story? I would love to. Like the funniest fucking thing that you yes. ever imagined? Yes, I accept. All right, here we go. <laughs> do I know this one? Oh, yes, you do. Okay. Oh, I'm very oh, excited. Is it the one that I think it is? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, it's this is classic. a fantastic. This is okay. A, this is the most classic story of all time. <laughs> Me and my buddy, okay. his name's Barry yeah. Brodsky. We call him Bip. You have Why do we very call him? good friend names. Why do we call him Bip? Yeah, yes. Bip stood about 6'3 and weighed about 98 pounds and studded. So he was the Bip. Bip. That was it. So we graduate high school, and Bip goes, So, Smitty, what do you think, man? You want to go backpack Europe? I said, Fuck yes, man. What are you kidding me? Let's get that lad here. So. We hop on it the night before. <laughs> the night before we get go on the plane to fly to London. The two of us drink a bottle of tequila. We are totally fucked up when we're on this flight. Okay, so we fly to England. Okay, we fly to England and boom, we're hitching through the countryside of England and we make it to almost Scotland. And then we have to get back to London because we're going to fly to Israel. Bip's got relatives in Israel. 
So is Bip Jewish? Yes, he is. Okay, Bip's Jewish, and uh, <laughs> Bip's Jewish. Okay, so we get to Israel, right? <laughs> yeah, and we visit the family. We're sleeping on the Sea of Galilee. We're sleeping on the Sea of Galilee. I don't- Me and Bip. There's That's a like, sea. It's called Galilee. It's, it's called in Israel. Yeah. Okay. Sea of Galilee. The Red Sea. Well, this was yeah. the Sea of Galilee, okay? And the mines go off in the water. Mines. The war breaks out. There's a fucking war breaking out, and me and Bip are sitting right in the middle of this fucking thing. We go, we're going to get out of this fucking place immediately. Oh. It took us three days to get out of Israel. Finally, Swiss Air puts us on a plane. Okay, and flies us to Switzerland. We proceed to hitch through Switzerland, Germany, and we wind up in Amsterdam. We wind up in Amsterdam, and it was the most amazing. What thing. was Amsterdam we, like in the seventies? Well, yeah. it was ridiculous. Uh, you know, your brother just went recently, and the two clubs were the Milky Way and the Paradiso. And when you went into these places, they're serving you hash cookies. They, 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 they serve, yeah, they they actually got water pipes on the table. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets the water pipe, and, you know, everybody's hitting this thing up. Uh, so what did me and Bip do? We proceed to buy three pounds of black opiated hash. <laughs> the most amazing, <laughs> gooeyest, motherfucking killer hash that you could ever imagine in your life. Three pounds. So I got three slabs of black opiate. We put it. Into a candy box. It fit in perfectly. And we mail it back to New York. Well, we're all getting bad vibes on this thing. And we got this guy, Monk. He was a shady character with us. And he turns around. He he turns. My mom's losing it, by the way. He turns around. Monk turns around and goes, let me tell you, for a quarter ounce of that black opiated hash, I'll go pick up the package. I go, good. You got it, buddy. Go. Me and Bip are sitting outside the post office, sitting on top of his Volvo, and watching this shit go down. You can't even believe this. <laughs> this is very good. He walks in. He comes out with the package. An FBI guy puts his hand right on his shoulder. Bip takes the package. I mean, Monk takes the package, throws it into the guy's stomach, and proceeds to take off. Monk... Monk was the fastest monkey runner you ever seen in your life. <laughs> as soon as he got into the neighborhood, nobody's catching him. They're not doing it. Well, where's he land? He comes to my house. Oh my god! He comes to my house. Wow. He's he's sitting at he's sitting in the recreation room. Police helicopters, FBI, five of them come to the front door. Of your my, house? Of my my mother's house with my mother your mom's and there. my sister. Are and you going, come, are you freaking out? Are you like, why? Out. <laughs> they have, there's fucking three police helicopters and the FBI are coming through the fucking but front door. when he showed up at your house, were you like, what the fuck are you doing here? Leave. Like, why are you here? No. We just sat him down in the recreation room. It was three levels. You had the rec room, then you had the... Uh, so like the, the basement. The, uh, yeah. Well, no, the basement was below that. It was four levels. Okay. But he was down. These guys come in. The one FBI guy goes, come on, let's go up to your room. I got to talk to you. As he's talking to me upstairs, you know, whatever kind of bullshit he's talking about, the, uh, the other guy goes, forget about him. We got the guy. Monk was sitting in the recreation room. They put the cuffs oh. on him. They take him out of the house, okay? $1,200 later, he got a lawyer, got off. 
And that is my. And that is wow. it. That's my drug smuggling. That movie. is wow. crazy. That's, a, that's like that movie. What is it? Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Only thank God I wasn't in the turkey. Oh yeah, Turkey. You'd, you'd still be in jail right now. I'm a dead, I'm a dead man. What was your mom doing during this my whole? Mom, did she I, know? My mom I mean, she and answered. my sister. Yeah, my what, mom what, and my sister. What were they doing? They're freaking. Are you kidding? They're going, what the hell is going on? Here? Did They're you freaking. tell them? Were you like, sorry, I got involved in this weird situation? Well, of course, like, I, I had to break the news and I said, <laughs> oh God, please don't tell Dad. My Dad was a Marine. Oh fuck oh, me! God. Did you, oh God! Wait, did your dad ever find out? I have no idea. I, I know I, he never approached me on that whole thing. The worst day of my whole life is was that when I was selling auto parts okay and I was working in Philadelphia I was working in Philadelphia the, the stories you have so many stories and they're it's right on the cla- tip of your tongue it's, it's amazing another classic okay I'm, I'm working for a company out of Chicago and I'm selling auto parts so I go down to Philadelphia and I'm working with my boss and we're selling auto parts okay? yeah that night we're watching the Muhammad Ali fight Muhammad was fighting uh wasn't Joe Frazier. It was someone else. But we watched the fight, and as soon as the fight's over, you know, I say, hey, Don, man, I'm going to bed. He goes, yeah, go crap out. I'll see you in the morning. And uh, I proceed to go outside. I'm sitting in my car. I light up a joint, you know, mm-hmm. before I'm going to bed. <clears throat> Five cop cars surround me. They, they say, we got you right now. <gasps> I proceed to get arrested. <laughs> Wait, they go. When is this? What what? What year was this? Yeah, this was uh, 1973. So you guys are before are guys, Donna. Before, before Donna. Donna. 1973. No, it was two weeks before our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. Two. Oh yeah, we're getting married, and I, and I get fucking popped and go to jail. Wait, how long were you in jail for? I was in jail overnight. I was in jail just for smoking a joint. These guys thought, whoa, whoa, whoa! (laughs) These guys thought that they had a big. They they must have known somebody was coming, and it was a layout. And they thought that they they hit me with a big pop. I go, man, all I got is goddamn five joints here. Well, they take me to to to, uh, jail. Martinelli doesn't have. Wait, who's Martinelli for the audience? That was my boss. That was my boss and my best friend. Yes, you remember. Oh, I remember. I'm just saying for the audience. Yeah. So okay, keep going. So he doesn't have. $500 $500 to bail me out. What's he got to do? He's got to call my father. Oh, God. My father drives from Long Island to Philadelphia Oof. and picks me up. What is that, two and, and a half bail. hours? Two and a half, yeah. three hours is correct. And he picks me up. You talk about the longest ride fucking home that you ever had in your life with your father oh, after, after I just got popped. This is an ex-Marine guy. They, and back in those days, yeah. drugs. So your dad was really like strict with that stuff. Like he didn't mess around at all. No, no way. No. And Hell no. I, and no. But he seems like the coolest guy he's ever. The greatest guy. And I never got to meet him. My grandfather on my dad's side passed away before yeah. I was born. When did he, did he was pass he a away? drinker or did mm. he? Yeah, he was a drinker. Scotch and soda. Yeah, but he never he never messed around with drugs. J and B. They called the Jewish booze Jewish in Long booze. Island. Yeah. Jewish booze. Yeah. That's what he drank his whole so, life. So it must be amazing for you now. Being in Los Angeles, seeing these weed shops. I know. People just smoking freely in the streets. I got to tell you, like I told you this morning when we were sitting down having uh, some breakfast, I can't believe all these people that got arrested and spent all that time in jail. And now everything's legal I know. and everything's fine. God, how pissed off they must really? be. Really? What a waste. Like, what a, what fu- a, what a waste. waste. Seriously. Really? It is. I still have to take you to a dispensary. 
Well, because now anybody can go in. I know. I just went to my first one like a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's amazing because yeah. it's recreational now. And I got this app on my phone on, on my phone called Weed Maps. Yeah. Yeah. So you open up the Weed Map and you just set the filter to recreation. It literally shows you every place you can buy You pot. should take them there today. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take just them there. Just fine because it's, it's so, so wild. And you want to, you said you want to take some edibles home? Yeah, of course. Do you think that's <laughs> Do you I think don't. that's sketchy though bringing edibles onto a plane? I don't I don't know. I would say I would say maybe just I don't know. It's weird. It's right there's this weird gray area now I would like I'd say just maybe mail them. Like, oh, but then we might have a monk situation. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got to get monk again. <laughs> where's, monk? where's monk when we need him? Yeah, we need monk to pick up the edibles from the post <laughs> That's office. Right. I don't no, know. I feel like I, you can. Well, I will say that I've, I've taken edibles on a plane before. But, man, I got nervous. I put them in a different uh, container because, you know, if you bring it in the thing that it comes in, it says, these are weed candy. I put cocaine in between my butt cheeks and got on a plane. Really? Wait. <laughs> Wait, you just trump me. You go for it. Wait, you put cocaine in your butt cheeks? Yeah, oh God, my mom's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My mom's going to hate this story. Yeah, I like had, I was living in Miami and I was going to a family member's wedding that was like in Tampa. Like it wasn't even like that. So the flight was like two hours. Um, oh, I bet you got a rub session in. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I, my mom can only handle it. It always so. comes back to rubbing it out, baby. No, it's because I have to rub it out. I don't know. I think I was too concerned with the uh, cocaine in between my butt cheeks to, to really think about that. Wait, I, how did this happen? So wait, keep I was just like, I was in that like phase. I was living in Miami. I was like doing, not like, I was never doing coke all day. Ever, you know, it was never yeah. like that. It was just like a party situation, you know? So did you go through security with cocaine yeah, in your butt cheeks? Yeah, so I just knew for some reason I was just like, oh, it would be fun to have this at the wedding. I don't know. And I was like, yeah. I, it's such a small amount. Yeah. And so I put it, I was like, where do I put this? How do I hide it? And I just figured the best place because is in between my butt cheeks. So it wasn't wow. an accident. I could see maybe you were partying the night before. You're about to go through the, and you go in your pocket and you have a little bag. You're like, oh shit, I no, forgot to I get like rid of this. No, I like actively brought it. I like actively planned it and was like, I'm going to bring this. I just have to figure out how I'm going to get Did it on. Did you stick it up your ass? Or? No, it's in a little bag and I in put it in. So and just hanging in your cheeks. <laughs> just hanging just, in my you're cheeks. You're just pinching it, huh? I'm just pinching it. God damn, I know. Job. Well, thank you. I do have a large ass so like the cheeks <laughs> oh, are pretty dense. Nice. Like it's like there's, there's some air area in there the fucking ass held it good my ass held I it like yeah. it yeah <laughs> i can't but I, like. I was like i really so you did pulled this. it off pulled it off and you did the the butt cheek cocaine i did of course <laughs> yeah what would have been the point of all this yeah. if, if you didn't actually do it yeah oh i've done in my boobs to hawaii <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. You co- did? Boobs, boobs, cocaine boobs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was good. This is this. <laughs> this Hold is it. So was good. I there? You went to Hawaii with me. Yes, you were there. <laughs> oh, wait. How much cocaine did you smuggle into Hawaii via your boobs, Mom? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Under, yeah. Was it your underboob? Yeah, right under here. Yeah. If you just stick it yeah. in. Yeah. Like in your little bra. So that's where I was thinking, too. I was going through, like, where can I hide it? The boobs are good, but I was for some reason I was just like no one's getting it in my ass. Like, like I just feel like that's like a. Cra- yeah. I was afraid that it would fall out of my. I don't know. At least with like the butt, butt I feel yeah. like it'll just land in the underwear if it falls out. Yeah. Anyway, that is hilarious. That's so we both insane. smuggled cocaine. Do you know how dangerous that is? Like, areas. I feel <laughs> dangerous smuggling a joint. Yeah. Into like a Pearl Jam concert, yeah. you're smuggling cocaine onto an airplane. <laughs> I don't even is, remember that she did that. This is, is this pre, pre or post 9 11? This was 
Oh, post. This post. is post 9 11. Yeah, because it was a different ball game. Airplanes were a different ball game before yeah. 2001. God, I had some balls, huh? Like, gigantic balls. That's the brass nuts, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I could see that happening, though, like partying the night before. Like, sometimes even I, I've gone on an airplane, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have anything fucking crazy in my bag, do I? Yeah, because the I've thing is, they're trouble. not those x rays at the airports. They're not, they're. They're searching for weapons. Like mm. they, they're picking up on weapons, right? Or d- yeah, they're searching for hairspray and deodorant <laughs> because that's what they confiscated from us when we flew in. So those assholes! I just bought a brand new <laughs> can of fucking deodorant and hairspray, and this fucking moron takes the goddamn shit away from us. I this. know. What an asshole! It's a, such a nightmare. One time, I just bought a perfume, and it was like an expensive perfume, and they threw it away. And I was like, uh, "How dare!" I, I think I cried. That's I why cried. we gotta we gotta do the TSA pre-check. Yeah, my roommates just did it. It's eighty bucks for like I think five years. Yeah, it and seems you don't crazy that. Off your shoes, you just breeze right through. And this is oh, back to what I was gonna say before you trump me with your cocaine ass. (laughs) I um, (laughs) (laughs) cocaine ass, I love it. (laughs) This isn't as good. You should have told yours after because it's a better story. But I did try to because my dad actually. This is about a year or two ago for your birthday. I was flying into Florida. Yes, you did. And my birthday present for him was forty edibles. I got him edibles That's for his birthday. Great. I was so happy. That's such a cute get. Uh, so that wait, a cute how did you get them there? So I brought them into my carry-on bag. Yeah. Were you nervous? A little bit. Yeah. I've never had this happen in my entire life flying. The one time I bring edibles and there's a fucking dog. Have you ever been to the airport where there's a dog yeah, sniffing the I feel luggage? Like, not, not around, but I feel like I've seen one. I've seen him, but the dog was sniffing the luggage. So I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm walking. The dog's acting normal. As soon as I walk by with my bag, the dog's like, no. Yes. And I'm like, no, oh, I got to no. get out of here. I was like, arr, arr. and I'm like, no, no. And so I just like went as fast as I could. They didn't do anything. Wow. You lucked out. I lucked out, but the dog definitely was acting differently around my bag with edibles in it than the I other. I wonder what the but actual, it, we should look into this. Well, then I, I told someone, I'm like, Fuck, man, how did it? Did they not stop me? And I guess they say the dogs are actually there more to um, pick up on like explosive devices. Right. Right. Which I don't, yeah. So they I don't, don't really care even about drugs. Yeah. And I don't, maybe, maybe the uh, uh, was like, maybe I was exaggerating it in my head because I was kind of freaking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we should really look into it though. Like, what is the actual th- I mean, if, if weed's recreational now. Like, what is it's we- recreational here? It's just so weird because all the laws are different from state yeah. to state. Like in certain states, you can still get super busted. Like that's so crazy. How is, is that crazy? We're all in yeah. the same. I know. It's so weird. Well, like like my buddies stayed with me. They're in a band called Surfer Blood, and they had just finished their tour and they wrapped up in Los Angeles and they were gonna drive back to Florida. So I still have pot that they gave me back in January because they got so much. They're yeah. in a band, so everyone's just giving them free pot all the time. Mm-mm. But they were too scared to drive through Texas with it. Dude, like West Texas, like if they bust you, man, you can still get in real trouble for that stuff. That's so weird. So they gave me all their weed before they left. Congrats. Yeah, thank you very much. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I got to work out with this conversation. Now I want to think about bringing some edibles and stuff back for my parents. Do, do your parents? I mean, I think that, that they were in the same era. They're the same era. So they're, yeah. they're you know, yeah. I don't want to be- speak for them, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this has been fun, guys. Mm. Yeah. You're off to work. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta run. Yeah, you, you have a hard out. So that was fun. I'm so glad you. I uh, now I'm just like bummed that you're leaving tomorrow. I wish we had more time. Yeah, who was it? Uh, oh, Greg said. Yeah, he wanted to hear volume two. Well, you got to come back to Los Angeles. Well, I'll do it again, man. 
we'll do it again. We have plenty more stories. This was fun. Thank you guys for being on. <clears throat> Bye, guys. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, hugs. Thank you, hugs. Thank my mom, my mom with her cocaine titties. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot today. We, we learned, learned a lot. We learned a lot. Wow. I did not know that, Mom. <laughs> I did not know that, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, that this is very good. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you for being on. Oh, man, so much fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs>